In the last segment, we learn in Acts chapter 2 that the promised Holy Spirit was poured out on the disciples of Jesus. After the multitude heard Peter preach about Jesus Christ, they were cut to the heart. They asked Peter and the apostles what they must do. And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and ye will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and for your children, and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to Himself. Acts chapter 2 verses 38 to 39. The outpour of the Holy Spirit was not a once-for-all event. According to Peter, the gift of the Holy Spirit shall be given to everyone who repents and is baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. But when exactly does a person receive the gift of the Holy Spirit? What is the experience of receiving the Holy Spirit like? It's often assumed and taught that the moment you accept Jesus Christ into your heart, you have already received the Holy Spirit. But if we continue to read the accounts in the book of Acts, we will realize that this idea is incorrect. And it happened that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul passed through the inland country and came to Ephesus. There he found some disciples. And he said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And they said, No, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 19 verses 1 to 2. Paul met some disciples in Ephesus. These disciples were believers of the Lord Jesus. Paul asked them up front, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? If a person already receives the Holy Spirit the moment he believes, why did Paul even ask this question? Didn't Paul already know that they had received the Holy Spirit? These disciples frankly admitted that they had not received the Holy Spirit. In fact, they had not even heard about the Holy Spirit. And he said, Into what then were you baptized? They said, Into John's baptism. And Paul said, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, telling the people to believe in the one who was to come after him, that is, Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they began speaking in tongues and prophesying. There were about twelve men in all. Acts chapter 19 verses 3 to 7. Paul did not correct these disciples and tell them that they had already received the Holy Spirit when they believed. Instead, he found out that they needed to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. After these disciples were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus, Paul laid his hands on them. At that moment, the Holy Spirit came on them. How did Paul or the writer of Acts know that the Holy Spirit came on them? These disciples began to speak in tongues and prophesy. The common experience they and the first disciples at Pentecost had was the speaking of other tongues. From this story, we see that a person does not receive the Holy Spirit automatically when he believes in the Lord Jesus. When he does receive the Holy Spirit, it is accompanied by speaking in tongues. It may also be accompanied by prophesying, as was the case in Ephesus. Let's look at another story in Acts that records how people receive the Holy Spirit. Philip went down to the city of Samaria and proclaimed to them the Christ. Acts chapter 8 verse 5. 
A preacher by the name of Philip brought the good news of Jesus Christ to the city of Samaria. He performed great signs by casting out demons and healing the sick. When the people saw these awesome signs and miracles, they heeded the message Philip preached. There was a sorcerer in that city called Simon, whom everyone in the city looked up to because of his magical powers. But when they believed Philip as he preached good news about the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Even Simon himself believed, and after being baptized, he continued with Philip. And seeing signs and great miracles performed, he was amazed. Acts chapter 8, verses 12 to 13. The people of Samaria, including Simon the sorcerer, believed and were baptized. Can we assume then that they had also received the Holy Spirit? Now when the apostles at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent to them Peter and John, who came down and prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For he had not yet fallen on any of them, but they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Acts chapter 8 verses 14 to 16. The Bible says very clearly here that none of the people of Samaria had received the Holy Spirit, even though they had accepted the gospel and had even been baptized. If it were true that a person receives the Holy Spirit at the moment of believing or at the moment of baptism, why did the Bible tell us that the Holy Spirit had not fallen on any of them? Why did the apostles in Jerusalem have to send Peter and John to Samaria to pray for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit? How did the writer of Acts, as well as the apostles, conclude that the Holy Spirit had not yet fallen on any of them? Something must be missing for them to have come to this conclusion. In other words, there wasn't any sign at all that the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the believers in Samaria. Then they laid their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 8 verse 17. The apostles Peter and John came down to Samaria to pray for the believers of Samaria. They laid their hands on them and the believers in Samaria received the Holy Spirit. Once again, we can ask ourselves, how did the writer as well as the apostles know that the believers in Samaria received the Holy Spirit? Apparently, receiving the Holy Spirit is not a quiet and merely inward experience. Furthermore, receiving the Holy Spirit is an event that is distinct from a person's initial belief in the Lord Jesus, as well as from the moment of baptism. Now when Simon saw that the Spirit was given through the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money. Acts chapter 8 verse 18. Simon, who used to be a sorcerer with great power, was watching the apostles lay hands on the believers. He saw that the Holy Spirit was given through the laying on of the apostles' hands. This passage does not provide further descriptions of what exactly it was that Simon saw. But at the very least, we may conclude that outward experience accompanied the receiving of the Holy Spirit. That is why observers can clearly witness the outpour of the Holy Spirit. The verses we have looked at so far confirm the fact that the outpour of the Holy Spirit can be seen and heard. They coincide with the words of Peter on the day of Pentecost. Being therefore exalted at the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, He has poured out this that you yourselves are seeing and hearing. 
Acts chapter 2, verse 33. The outpour of the Holy Spirit can be seen and heard. This was the experience at the first outpour of the Holy Spirit, as well as that of other believers who received the Holy Spirit later. It is also the same experience that may be witnessed in the True Jesus Church today.